Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Drunk women sold What's going on? Silence. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're yeah. like, they sound Larry. They're just silent. This is great. This is fine. Let's go on. A woman with a lanyard just like ran by. So I'm like, yeah. she's very official. So let's be it's silent. <laughs> Find out what the scoop is. Give us a cheer if you dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah, we didn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I came as sexy Katie Hopkins. <laughs> I came as sexy Bill Murray. <laughs> or less sexy Kate McKinnon. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm sexy, it's fine. I know. I, it's Han- really, uh, you're not Hannah, you're Katie. <laughs> it's really clear time. what I am. I don't even need to explain it to them. <laughs> what is Katie? What is this? What is this? Figs! I'm Figs! She, okay. she got it, right? I'm a fix. I think so. I'm wearing, for the listeners at home, I'm wearing a skeleton onesie, a kind of a weird wig. It's a Pat Sharp and, wig. And then slightly... <laughs> Funhouse fan. Pat Sharp wig and just some random makeup, really. Katie has come um, as a whole lot of fun. I've come I'm a whole lot of fun and a, a mum with no real time. <laughs> uh, that is my costume. It's pretty scary. So I am, I'm Katie Wilkins. I'm hosting this episode. We have Taylor Glenn. Hi. 
We I'm have... actually Reagan from The Exorcist. <laughs> oh and my God, guys. I'm like so possessed. <laughs> and we have a ghost busting Hannah George. And I will introduce our special guest in a minute. But first, give us a cheer if you've listened to the podcast before. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, that makes this easier. That's very good. good. But it means we can't repeat jokes. Um, Or can we? Um, Give us a cheer if you've never listened to the podcast before. Oh, okay. Welcome. We can can repeat jokes. Um, (laughs) Woohoo. And um, give us a cheer if you are comfortable in the knowledge of what a podcast is. Yay. Okay. We are patronising caution right now. <laughs> Do you no, know what a podcast is, babe? Do you know? <laughs> Have you heard something on an iPhone? N- yes. I know. <laughs> we would never, never patronise a historic market town and civil parish <laughs> whose name derives from the old English... Chorus Ham, which in this context means village. <laughs> yeah, the R didn't come until the Normans. I'm sure everybody says this. <laughs> when they visit. I love that me and Hannah just let her run with that. It's <laughs> like, a bit of fun. Uh, this is a true crime podcast, and we are going to be talking about true crimes and making fun of them, but in a very tasteful way. <laughs> and so, without further ado, this is where, just for the listeners at home, Taylor's just opened some Prosecco really carefully. Not like Hannah the other night. Yeah, if you wonder what the awkward silence was, <laughs> everyone watched Taylor. Oh! Uh, overflow, we, we have She's overflow. overflown the... As this a is... professional drinker, you're fucking this up. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is our job, guys. It's fucking crazy. Oh, I was going to spit it out and spin my head, but never mind. All right. Do it in a minute. So... This is where a martini shaken not stirred meets a Bond bale. This is where a tequila mockingbird (laughs) meets to kill a mockingbird. (laughs) That's a a very good one. And this is where a pumpkin pie pina colada meets the Halloween massacre. It's a true podcast with a twist. Of life. Yay. And so without further ado. So my friend is in the front row and they were like, who's heard the podcast? And she was like, I haven't. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't got around to listening. Not a fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) So every so often, a woman in the front row, I'm like, you. Oh, friend no more. Yeah. That's my favourite 90s band. <laughs> she, she couldn't even be bothered to do it when she was coming. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's right. Anyway, before we go back to slagging off Hannah's friend, <laughs> which is what mainly this is going to be. Um, the people who have never listened are like, the fuck have we come to? <laughs> I pre-booked a taxi from Chippenham for this. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a murder. She wrote tribute. What is this bullshit? (laughs) Without further ado, I'm going to bring on our very special guest, the fantastic writer and actor, Kerry Howard. Kerry, she needs she needs some preparation. Oh my God, Kerry Howard has come as sexy Kerry Howard. (laughs) Sexy Yeti Kerry Howard. (laughs) Oh, I just came for the booze, guys. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, You're very welcome. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Can, happy Halloween, guys. And for the listeners at home, happy early December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Kerry, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have not been a victim of a crime, no. Ooh. No, okay. but I, I might have <laughs> done a crime. Oh. Kelly, have you ever done a crime? <laughs> I tried to do a crime. Oh, okay. Tell us. Time. So it was the 90s. <laughs> the was it a crime decade. against fashion? <laughs> <laughs> kind you're in the you're in the place. Okay. It involved a scrunchie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They're I on had point right now. Scrunchies in the nineties. Yeah. Hashtag scrunchies. <laughs> they're happening right now again. Are they back? They are back. Ah. They're back and they're in my house because <laughs> I think I'm twenty and I'm not. Um, so I was probably twelve and. There was a thing with my friendship group that it was like really cool to like shoplift. Okay. Right? Oh, we've all been there. We've all been so there. So cool to shoplift, right? <laughs> and I was like the last girl to Oh, like, you hadn't done it. I hadn't I hadn't earned my uh gang stripe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I heard my red gun stripe, yeah. <laughs> Show us the jumper carry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, prove it. Totally, it was all that. Like, <laughs> That's um, a maternity jumper carry. <laughs> it was, can't be in the club. I, I wanted to be in the club so badly. <laughs> and I sort of like honed into sort of like the hair wear, like the scrunchies. And I was like, I, I, could, I could pinch a scrunchie. I could do this. <laughs> so I was sort of like, Go over to the scrunchies. Yeah. I am up, and I'm like, "Well, there's a navy number. Like you, <laughs> pick it up." And then, weirdly, my plastic bag. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't care about the earth in the nineties, guys. The nineties, they had different we priorities. We really liked plastic bags back then. <laughs> um, earth Day was once a year, and that was enough. <laughs> exactly, get over it. <laughs> and um, I was trying to put the scrunchie in the plastic bag, and. I think either a wizard was there or a <laughs> ghost, but the bag just span on its own, Ooh. and I couldn't, I couldn't. And this this woman, like the security wow. person, was like walking up to me, and I was just like, "Right, I'll put the scrunchie back." And then she just literally was like, "Let me look in your bag." Wow! I, I shat myself. <laughs> and I hadn't nicked it, but I was no. like, but I knew my intent. Like, yeah. I, I was gonna fleece you. You looked dodgy. <laughs> yeah. And then she like looked through the plastic bag, and there was nothing there. And I walked out, and I was like, well, there's a ghost in there. <laughs> there is a ghost in there who's protecting me from yeah. from the bad side. And screw you, bitches! I don't have to steal a scrunchie. I, I'm gonna just go be friends with myself in the mirror. Yay! Yay. Work on my acting skills. That is how I became an actress. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. But it's a nice end point. That's brilliant. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Oh, I do love right. a helpful ghost. Wow. Keeping right. you on the straight and narrow. a helpful ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice that you just broke it off with them instead of going back like, I found God. <laughs> yeah. Let's no. do this. No, no, I was bullied for many years after that. So. Oh, was it because you were like, this is my friend, the ghost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she comes with me and makes yeah. sure I don't get into trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what should I do? Can I sit with you at lunch? Yeah. And my ghost. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Dottie P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to have a ghost. I did used to have an imaginary ghost. I was killed by an infinity scarf. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, you used to have an imaginary ghost. I did, I did. And he'd come to the toilet with me at night. <laughs> <laughs> like there's imagining friends. It like, might have been an uncle. I'm not isn't sure. that? I mean, yeah. You That's imagined it was different. your uncle. No, not the ghost, my uncle. 
<laughs> no, I was just joking. But I did. I had a ghost because I didn't like to go to the toilet in the night. Who does? <laughs> exactly. And it's right, getting guys. worse and worse as we get older and I get drunker. And I'd go to the toilet and I'd sit on the toilet and I'd just talk to a ghost that was in the toilet with me. And my mum would like wake up in the night and be like, is Hannah talking to her ghost again? <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, I did some sticking today and did some colouring. And then, um, yeah, we'll wipe. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Little insight, little insight. So I, yeah, a help, a ghost, a helpful ghost. Yeah. Oh, oh that makes drip dry, Fanny. Cry. You've got oh, to wipe no. it. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's basic. <laughs> I didn't think I could love you more. <laughs> That's so sweet. Female workplace. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this thing, don't we, on this podcast where we ask, like, what would you say to that person now? And normally it's like the perpetrator, but I guess, <laughs> what would you say to yourself? The no. ghost, the ghost. Or the ghost. the ghost. Let's do both. Oh. I'd probably say to the ghost, take me. I want <laughs> to learn so much more. <laughs> I wish I followed that ghost. <laughs> uh, and, and to the young girl that was trying to steal a scrunchie, be quicker. <laughs> you were shit. Also, like, just wear something with pockets, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, Who takes a plastic I bag? I know, it's so, like, you're obviously going to get, like, oh, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is a crime that got solved. Cheers! It's Kerry's weird ghost childhood. I mean, it's, <laughs> like it. it's lame, but it, it happened, guys. <laughs> we are now going to move on to the section of the podcast where we delve into a true crime. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> So I have all the information about this case because um, I'm hosting. These guys know nothing. They're like Jon Snow in season <laughs> Seriously. three. I literally know nothing. I thought that I would be in the know. Like we'd have a pre-meeting and we'd talk about the crime. Oh. Nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> I'm kind of angry. <laughs> You're going to look like such a dick. I wanted to Google it. I wanted to have my fact checks. <laughs> nothing. I've just got my brain. But you know what? This you... isn't Mark the Week. It's legit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and there's right? women on it as well. Oh. Yeah. It's a lot of differences. It's the exact opposite of, of Mark the Week. Right. But you guys, you might know more than about this than you think because this case that I'm about to talk about has been made into a film um, and it was nominated for an Oscar Ooh. and yeah this is a lovely reactive audience Forrest, um, it's Forrest Gump and no, we're not doing that now I'm sorry we're going to do that at the end <coughs> but, right, let but it go, no, Sally Fields. it is not Forrest Gump I like that Carrie has already kept me on track she's like shh you were saying <laughs> I need that. Um, so this, it was nominated for an Oscar and it stars, this is not relevant, but I'm going to tell you anyway, it stars someone I hate. Um, and it stars someone that I really like. Um, and I will reveal what those people are. Groundhog Day. <laughs> Stop trying to guess. Because you mean, love Bill Murray, but you're like, Andy McDowell, really? Yeah. I don't hate her. I'm neutral on her. I love that anyway. Taylor thinks that was like based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or really? anyway. A crime. Like, wakes up every day, what right? What famous yeah. case was that? <laughs> the US government was supposed to unleash the technology <laughs> to repeat a day on volunteers who had consented, but it all went awry and punks a time. Don't make me set Detective Howard on you. <laughs> I will come for you. <laughs> Maybe not today. Maybe next week later. It depends. I'm tired. <laughs> depends what the ghost says. Yeah, yeah whatever the ghost, ghost says. So. Right. Uh, this, uh, now, a lot of the times as well when we do this podcast, we end up quite liking the criminals. 
I think this one's a bit of a dick. Great, I love um, But dick. he has done one of my favourite crimes. Um, but anyway, I'm giving away too much. I'm going to start with the gotcha. Oh, I've given away it's a man. It's, I was going to tell you that anyway. It's a man! A man did the crime! Uh, we're not going to guess the gender. So, right. A wanted man. Mm-hmm. He's a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a male man! Thank you. A male man. Thank you for helping They're me clarify. The worst. Was it the um, Postman Pat movie? <gasps> oh my god. So that was very good. It was. <laughs> Genuinely regretting telling you it's a film. Uh, so he's arrested in Montpellier in France. Bonjour. Partly. Bonjour. <laughs> Partly because someone oh recognises him and informs Ooh. the police of his whereabouts. So, Bonjour. question who do you think might recognise him? Yeah. All you know so far is that he's a male man <laughs> and, and, he, and, and he's, he's in, wanted and he's in France. Who, who might recognise him and tell the police? Uh, a, French, a, French, a, French a French woman. A French, <laughs> a French woman. Very that's, good a good, that's a good guess. Maybe so, a French man. <laughs> but is he, is, he, is he famous? Why would he be recognised? He's wanted. He's wanted, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fucking listening, Gary. <laughs> That's why I should have had the notes before. To be so wanted that you're recognised nice. in Montpellier, or, though. Wow. Is he famous before? No. no. Yeah, that's what okay. I was... No. All right, the lady okay. in the audience was closest. Um, he... <laughs> <laughs> and adorable! Wow. <laughs> Who is this woman? Yay, ever. Um, but don't join in again. <laughs> <laughs> He Shut is... your bitch mouth. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm You're adorable. I'm, I'm worried we're just going to hear a... <laughs> you ruined Christmas spirit. He, he is recognised by an ex-girlfriend. Oh! Yes. Um, now, once he has been arrested by French police, a number of other countries sought his extradition. Question, how many countries do you think wanted him as well? Oh my gosh. Five. Eight. Five? Oh, eight. Five eight. in the audience. Does he have an ex-girlfriend in every country? <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing. And I think he's a bit of a player. He sounds kind of hot, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess like, there's like three, 300. <gasps> so, okay, we've got <laughs> eight, ten, 300 100. countries. Yeah. Isn't there only like 195 countries officially? <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was like 360. Country. No, that's <laughs> almost days of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. What, what country are we in? Is that Horsham? Yeah. Keep up. Has everyone, did you guess, Taylor? You no. said five. I, I said, said five. five. Kerry, yes. said, Kerry said five. No, I said eight. Kerry eight. said five. I want to make Kerry. And we had ten like from Kerry. the audience. Okay, the correct answer is 12. Whoa. I was close. The answer's close. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 12 other countries want him as well. It's money, isn't it? It's money. It's always money. Yes, that was my question. What is it? And you're saying money. Money. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Would you be wanted in so many countries? It's I mean, I ask myself that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I money, it's my money, honesty, is, money is but correct. I know it's really my Do you want to... Oh, did we have fraud from the audience? Fraud. I mean, but money okay. and fraud are the same. They're married. Yeah. Okay. Fraud. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, um, Kerry is correct, and the audience are correct. It is Thank money you. and fraud. Yes. Um, so the short answer is money and fraud. The long answer, I will read you some of his rap sheet. It includes, but is not limited to. He's a rapper. He's a. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kate, you have to rap this whole sheet. Please. It's Halloween. Yeah. It's Halloween. It's a Halloween it's a rapping rap. holiday. <laughs> oh. No, nobody oh. wants this. <laughs> Everybody wants this. Everyone wants this. Everybody wants Everyone. this so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you Are deny Corsham? Corsham okay. needs rap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My name is. <laughs> At least commit. Oh, come on. Just do the rap sheet. I mean, I like that you're doing the, like, badass introduction. <laughs> My name is Katie and I'm here to say. <laughs> I'm a very white woman in every way. <laughs> oh, my God. I believe in you. Go on. I don't like rhymes. My son eats crisps. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Right. His... his <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it without la- crying with laughter. <laughs> so I'm gonna just sidestep it. Right. Okay. His 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 list of crimes. <laughs> oh, but it would be so good. Go on, okay, you do okay, it, and we'll join in it, with the backbeat if we want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you know. <laughs> just do you feel your like t- you're being bullied at school? <laughs> Do you want to nick a I don't want to take you into Trauma Town. Like, we're supposed to be in Funville. I don't want to, like, no, accidentally all, get the train to Trauma it's Town. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. So, con man. Con man. Con man. Con man. Con man. Check forger. Check forger. Check, 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 check forger. If you think, you know, keep it under your hat for now. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> You'll be um, quiet, Minnie Mouse. <laughs> uh, imposter. Imposter. Assumed identities. Don't make an ass out of you and me. We've got assumed identities. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cheer that. <laughs> Impersonating a physician. <laughs> Dr. Dre! Dr. Dre! Okay, (laughs) these guys know what film it is. In a a minute, if you guys can't guess, I might let them guess. But I really know this. We should all know this. Right, impersonating a Bureau of Prisons agent, impersonating a lawyer, impersonating an airline. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I Oh. oh, we should have just sent her the case. Wow, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that film called? I know. I know. <laughs> oh, tell me. me. That's what I meant by the aviator. It's Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's it's come high with catch me. Yes. Oh, no. no. Catch me if you can. Yes. I'm so sorry. Come fly with me is the racist series. Congratulations, everyone. I love that film. (laughs) He is really charming. Yeah. In the movie. So the 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 real story is. So you don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. This is the real issue. Yeah, I don't like him. Okay. He he is he. I no. I know you can go off me. I'm standing by it. I don't (laughs) like him. I 
like I like him as an actor, but physically I wouldn't fuck it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you wouldn't though. It, it's just no. It depends which decade. <laughs> surely like, all of them. What that you are? It's like if you're more than seventeen, like, yeah. <laughs> he won't fuck you. So. <laughs> it's true. Twenty-seven is his Twenty-seven. Oh, I'm See, I thought it, I thought it was twenty-four even. He adopts so um, many lovely you, children. Anyway, <laughs> it's weird too because you would Just really facts. you would think that impersonating an airline pilot is something you really only get to do once and then everyone yeah. dies. Yeah, but um, <laughs> he did it multiple times. Um, so actually, now you're going to know the answer to a lot of these questions. How old do you think he was when he got arrested? Twenty-three. Twenty-one. 21. He was a young un. Also, I've never seen the film, so this is still fun for me. (laughs) It's a really good film. It is a good film, actually. I watched it as research because I didn't have time. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But then I did proper work on Wikipedia. Um, So, so, um, how old do you think he was when he started criming? 18? Uh, 17. Um, Excellent guesses. I think the second he came out of the womb. <laughs> he was um, just there with like in a little oh, plane. Oh no, because his dad was like t- teaching him fraud and like like the car runs over you and then you like so like seven. Um, See, I've blocked pretend, this whole pretend. movie out because I broke up with a boyfriend right after we watched this because we got into a big fight. <laughs> okay, well, Aww. the correct answer is fifteen. I'll give you sympathy later. 15. We have to crack on. What year do you think he's arrested in? What year can a teenager pretend to be a pilot? Oh, it's... Oh. With success. It's pre-9-11, isn't it? It's got to be. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It is pre-9-11. 1963. Uh, that's good. Any advance on that? Is it good? It's, uh, not, it's not correct. Uh, 1966. Closer. I think Ooh. it was like in the 50s. I've seen a Fun. poster for this film and that's all. 50s. She and said then, closer to mine. Oh, the, the, the correct 71. answer. So it's probably a bit... 1969. There it is. He is erect, arrested in 1969. Most of my questions are now redundant, which is great because we can race through this case. Uh, so he's from America. <laughs> he sleeps around a lot. Has yeah, lots of he fun. does. He does sleep around a lot. He's a lot like it's a lot like if the catcher in the rye actually got off his ass and did anything. Um, so <laughs> I you gonna... call him the catcher in the rye. <laughs> Fuck you, Holden. <laughs> So oh, I've also no, definitely no, read that book. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, oh my god, I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No, okay, it's so Frank William Abagnale. He is born in 1948. He's one of four kids. He's raised in New York. He's got a French mom. His dad is a like. Is Christopher it's Walken Christopher in the film? Walken. Yes. <laughs> you like, everybody gotta wants... do these crimes. Oh, that wasn't good, was it? <laughs> no, that was brilliant. I thought I'd have a bash it at it. Oh. I thought it was pretty good. Spot on. Fraud is, is great. No. He, he totally makes it okay. Yeah. Like, if Christopher By Walken the way, was my dad, I would kill. Oh. <laughs> I would, because I'd be like, Kerry, you could the, um, do this. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, dad. Just going to rip this band-aid off now. the scrunchie. <laughs> yeah. That is no ghost. I really can't do it. In um, real life, Christopher Walken didn't teach him how to commit crimes. Shut your face! He was an upstanding guy, and after Frank Abagnale left, ran away at 15, he never saw his father again. (gasps) What? But but they Uh, made that part for, for Christopher Walken in the film. 
to, so it was a more interesting story. Of I course, see. of course. Um, and that was what the Oscar nomination was for, Christopher Walken. Oh, he was phenomenal. I love that you can be yeah. kind of like a shitty dad, but if a good actor wants to play you down the line, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be like, yeah, we'll rewrite it, that you're kind of cool. That's wow. Yeah. So I will get to some real life stuff that happened between him and his dad, but actually I've just given away the answer to <laughs> Right. Uh, so they're quite an affluent, affluent family and his dad was very keen on politics and theatre and he was a big role model to young Dangerous Frank. combination, am I right, um, So who <laughs> do you think was the first victim Victim of Frank's first con. Um, first victim. Ooh. It's going to be mum, isn't it? Babysitter. You're 15. Yeah, who do Babies, you have access to? Babysitter. Where is he growing up? What state is this? <laughs> They're Where is in New, New York. York. Oh, and his parents get divorced as well. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I know, sad. Okay. But I think it's his mum. I think his mum gets We've got okay. mum, we've got babysitter. Mm-hmm. Any advance on that Neighbourhood boy Neighborhood, A neighbourhood boy. Holly. The correct answer is his dad. His dad. Oh, it is. Dad is the first victim of his first con. Oh. Um, I think the lesson is just don't have kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, kids. It's like, it's <laughs> solved. Yeah. Because, like, even if they really like you, they still might con you out of money. Yeah. Cause, so um, his dad taught him to con, and no. his first victim was the... No, his dad didn't teach him to con. I'm not Oh, that was the... That's in the film, film version. La, his, la, la. his dad is slightly more impressed I like to believe the conning. film versions. But basically, yeah. the dad... So the dad is Frank Sr. The dad gives Frank Jr. a gasoline credit card. He's 15. It's 1963 at this point. What? There's a thing called a gasoline credit card. Deal with it. Wow. That was just like... Um, for, for, for just to go yeah, and get gas. I think it's literally just for petrol stations, like for gas. Yeah. Wow. And Reality bites, 90s. And, yep, just, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, so he's got this, it's to help him buy gas to get to his part-time job. Um, right. But Abagnale wanted more. Um, to, like He wanted money to go on dates and stuff. Because he looks the he is. <laughs> Such a parasite. Hey, baby, I'm going to take you to a gas station. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want, want, my car. Do you want a bag he... of charcoal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe did. a Twix. Mm. Let's pump See, up my tires. Probably because Cat that was your be... windshield clean. Because <laughs> the fluid is free. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. is the windshield he... a vagina? I'm not sure where we're going with this. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of options. You choose. He devised a scheme where he managed to use the card to buy tires, batteries, etc. And then he would get the attendants to give him cash in return for the products. What the fuck? So he sort of turned it into like a ca- like cash, like when you when you get cash back. He kind yeah. of he basically turned it into that, which okay. sounds a bit Del Boy, but that's his first con. Um, and then his dad was left with the huge credit card bill. Wah. Do you want to guess how much that was for? Uh, One million okay. dollars. Absolutely, no, like three fifty. Yeah, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. It was probably a huge amount of money. So right. I'm gonna go with. Two hundred seventy-five. Yeah. Okay. Any ad- anything in between? I'm gonna go with three hundred and fifty, like the amount of countries there are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was three thousand four hundred dollars. Wow, which that's crazy. Today would be almost thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, Whoa. that's insane. On batteries. Yeah, and <laughs> and gas and stuff. She, this is um, like. Yeah, I don't know how long it took him to get it that high, but anyway. You know, what are you getting your dad for Father's Day? Massive debt. <laughs> so that was fun and all, but he then he wanted to start dabbling in bank fraud. As um, you do. Why I not? mean, yeah. Oh, I to don't be like your wings. Guy. Right? Go I don't. It. He is a, a prick. A, 
Yeah. He just feels like, because I, well, and then I put Leo in there and like I'm just putting it all together. And it just feels like he's such a narcissist. No, but like dabble. You know, go dabble. Find yourself. (laughs) Find yourself at the gas station. You're a prick, but find yourself. (laughs) His next few confidence tricks involved writing personal checks on his own overdrawn account. Check, check, check. So, question (laughs) What was the drawback to this method? Writing checks for what? what? So writing checks on his own overdrawn account. Can you do that? I could. <laughs> you could. You could in the sixties. Sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the debt comes back to him, right? It's like yeah, basically he can only do it for a limited um, amount of time before the bank demands payment. Oh, so um, young. He just doesn't so understand. He had to up his game. So to get around that problem. Um, he started opening accounts at different banks with lots of different names. So like his Um, mum's name. Well, yeah, well, he actually, this is when he started creating new identities to sustain the charade. And then he just basically keeps expanding on that for a bit. So he started printing out his own copies of checks, like payroll checks, and depositing them. And then encouraging banks to advance him cash on the basis that these spurious accounts with balances oh would then be, be coming in. He's so smart. And, uh, and, <laughs> and all manner of stuff like that. Now, so that's all quite... Then he... The next thing that he... Well, the next thing that I've got that he did, because it gets very complicated. Well, not the way I tell it, but it gets complicated. <laughs> it will get more complicated and oh, I'll do like... shit. I'll do the Fisher-Price version. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So this next, so like, as we say, sort of saying, we're not sure we like this guy, but this con that he does, I'm about to tell you, is I think my favorite con I've ever heard. He noticed that airlines and car rental places like United Airlines and Hearts Cars and stuff, they had a specific drop off locations for the daily collections of money and they would put the money in a zip up bag and deposit them in a drop box on the airline premises, which would be a safe box you couldn't get the money out of until somebody comes to collect it with a key. Um, Would you like to guess what his method of robbing them was? Just <laughs> copying the key and uh... no, that's a great guess, but it's not that. At the end of the day, yeah. they put all the money into a pouch and then the, it goes into a locked drop box. Yeah, yeah. locked drop box, drop and then box. it gets collected. He, he fucks so an air student desk. A student desk. <laughs> a student desk. <laughs> Oh Is that like when they're in training? That's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah, they're in I'm training. a student desk. I'm a student um. desk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, I'll give you the keys to the safe thingy machine. Because I'm only a student of this. <laughs> Sorry, Did- I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Did he do like an Indiana Jones type thing where he, you know, there was the bag and then he swapped the bag? You know, that's a good thing. guess. That's actually that's a really yes. good guess. I laughed. No, I mean, it's not that. that. He put an out of order sign on the drop box saying, this is out of order, give it to the security guard standing next to the drop box. And then he got a, he rented a security outfit from a costume shop. 
And then everybody gave him. Well, he had all that money, money from the gas station. So <laughs> yeah. You've got to invest to make yeah. money. That is my favourite con. It's just so mm. funny. I bet he used that in his sexy times as well, didn't he? <laughs> that paid dividends. That, that security well. guard. Oh, well, security guard doesn't make much money. Well, it's a costume. It's a, it depends if you, if you like a guy in uniform. I'm going to do this at a cash point in the next few days. <laughs> yeah. Like, whenever they, that I don't know sucks. what they do, they, like, deliver the money, whether it's from the outside or the inside. I'm like, it's just not working. I just <laughs> Give it to me. Just me. I genuinely, I think it's amazing to engineer Look, a situation a where it's people a handbag. Put it in there. Willing you hand, willingly hand you the money. Like, I do yeah. think that's pretty yeah. good. And he later, recalling this story, he claimed to be astonished that it had worked, saying, how can a Dropbox be out of service? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. That is insane. It has one job. Like, 60s, man. They're all high. They must have been high. (laughs) It's Um, fine, man. Sure. (laughs) That box doesn't fucking work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this gives him a little taste for the power of a uniform. And the next big one we're going to talk about is probably the airline pilot impersonation. Um, right, the sexy times. Yeah. Right. Now, it actually, um, it actually started as a way to try and look more legitimate when cashing checks. Oh. Um, now, in 1963, <laughs> can you get an official pilot's uniform from a costume shop? Yeah, no, yeah. I guess Go yes. With, <laughs> yeah. I swear, all he needs yeah. to do is a little bit of needle and thread, <laughs> pop like, get, buy a suit it's and pop a three suit things. With a couple of, like, yeah, a couple of bits on it. Yeah. Get arrows. some of those glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So you, got, you guys are going with yes. No, I think that he made it himself. Yeah, I, I reckon he. Okay, you think he tailored it? it I think they were available because nobody thought about impersonation then. Well, let me tell you, it was a bit harder to get one. He had to do a bit of work to get this uh, pilot's uniform because they're official. Yeah, uh, it's official ones. uniform, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Pan Am. Um, were they universal across all of the airlines? Well, he goes for Pan Am. Mm-hmm. So they have their oh, specific classic. one. You have to ring an airline company and get the official one. So he obtained this uniform by calling Pan Am um, and telling the company that he was a pilot working for them who had lost his uniform while getting it cleaned at the hotel. Ofs. Uh, yeah. And then he used a fake employee ID number and a forged Federal Aviation Administration pilot's license to get a new one. Of course, because I they hate are this guy. Right there. Sorry. I love this guy. I think he's <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like I dated him. He's like, <laughs> is he called Chad? He really, he's, he's dividing. He's divisive. I really like you. Oh, I forgot my credit card. Can you get this one? <laughs> he's that guy. He is that Mm. guy. Um, So question, how many miles did Pan Am estimate that Frank flew between the ages of 16 to 18? How could he fly? Okay, so they did this thing called deadheading. Oh yeah. Um, do you know I'm sure like my mum does that to her roses. (laughs) I feel like she wasn't flying a plane when she did that. No. What is it? Um, I was going to make you guess, but I'll just tell you. Yeah. Um, so it is the practice of carrying free of charge a transport company's own staff on a normal passenger trip so that they can be in the right place to begin their duties. Right. So it's a bit like how sometimes if you're working for TV, they'll send a car. <laughs> yeah. Except it's a plane. Yeah. So, so he never flew the plane. He just went, well, Oh. we will get to that. You have to guess how many miles he flew. <laughs> oh, just flew oh, as a passenger. Like, yeah. Oh, so many. So many. So many miles. 10,000. Uh, more 350. than... 350. <laughs> Eight. 
more than more than one million miles. Oh, on wow. more than two hundred and fifty flights to twenty six countries. Is his family independently wealthy? They were affluent. They were affluent. His dad was in, I think, actually now I don't know if his dad was in the army from the film or my research. <laughs> I but think I, he was in the army. I uh, feel like there was a co-pilot situation. Yes. Happening. Yeah, no, there was. So he wasn't actually expected to do anything. No. Um, he was the deadhead. Yeah, and he didn't pay for the flights, right? So no. it didn't matter how affluent he was. Yeah. Right. He just, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's Mike Pence. <laughs> I get this now. <laughs> I mean, he has a very different attitude to women. <laughs> but... Does um, <laughs> Okay, question. Something about his appearance gave Abagnale an advantage of looking much older than his years, which helped him convince people that he was a real pilot. A massage! Nice guess. Was it not being a woman? <laughs> Excellent guess. Yeah, I thought mustache. Mustache. Okay. I say mustache. Anyone in the audience want to guess? Mustache. Massive cock. Yeah, they always ch- they always check your cock, don't they, at customs? I love it. Like, do you really believe that as you get older, it gets bigger? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> He's still got a baby penis and he thinks, like, oh, well, I'm 70. Oh. <laughs> That's what custom checking's all about. It's about checking everyone's cocks. <laughs> it's not about anything else. I don't know how big that cock was. But, sorry. I will, the correct answer is he, his hair was graying. Oh, oh, did you say that? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Did he, did he dye it? Did he dye it? Or was he genuinely No, like he was genuinely, gra- yeah, graying from the age of like 15, of 16. Or, I can't talk when I'm drunk. Which, you know, I think it's just so unfair too on the way like men and women age. Because it's like, oh, you silver flocks. You're probably an airline pilot. Whereas, yeah. Oh, yeah. you've got grey hair and you're a woman. Burn her. Yeah, cover yes. it up. Just go and make some pastry. <laughs> That's all they want from us when we turn yeah. grey is food and yeah. pastry. It's really it's true. Unjust stereotype. Uh, I'm now. still picturing the eight people in here who are like, we got a taxi from Chippewa. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I is this? I actually like making pastry. Okay. They're just talking and drinking. So it's like we paid to watch a party. <laughs> he got How old is he? By when he's sixteen, when he's, he starts. He's, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Well, that was my I mean, next he's a question. Pilot. Yeah, still. he's not. He's not even a pilot. He's like sitting in the cockpit. I feel like my oldest could do that. <laughs> like genuinely, I was on an easy jet the other day. De- like the other day, the other month. <laughs> It was it was August. Okay, bragging, easy jet. <laughs> we get it. You're but, successful. But like, <laughs> exactly. Relax. You're welcome. <laughs> and my oldest just like walked into the cab, the driver's, and like as though obviously he's allowed to go there. Wow. And and the guy was like, yeah, sit in the sit in the front desk. And he was like, literally hold. And I was like, only you, white privilege, little <laughs> you get away with this kind of shit. <laughs> I love you dearly. Right. went into the cockpit yeah straight away cavalier and they were like oh he's so adorable and I'm like it's breaking so many rules <laughs> yeah. I love that you just called your darling little son white privileged little shit <laughs> that's good for him it's good for him it's good yeah. for him don't coddle no <laughs> question did Frank Abagnale ever endanger the lives of the passengers by actually attempting to fly the plane 
Yes. Yes. Correct. Because he's a maverick. He's, he's a maverick. an absolute bloody lad, isn't he? He's high on it. Um, I wish he'd start so with batteries now. <laughs> it's fun, wasn't it? It was batteries and tyres. So he, was, he said that he was often invited by pilots to take the controls of the plane I in bet. flight. Um, and on one occasion, he was offered uh, this. They were at 30,000 feet. What do you mean invited? Well, like, is they, that they, a they, thing? They need to have well, a wee. They, they need to fuck someone. Okay. They, they yeah. need to do shit. Whatever they could get away with in the 60s. Right. Fuck everyone. Um, yeah, they just... Basically. Because they think he's a trained pilot. Like, yeah. He's not even a trainee pilot. He's like, they're like dropping him off in Texas so that he can fly the next plane in Texas. Hey, silver fucks, you want to take over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like being mates. I and just then, had a salad for the first do time. a shit. Like, it'll be that. Yeah. So he said yeah. in his autobiography... And it takes longer in that little, little bathroom. It yeah, just does. And also, if you're middle-aged, which they will be... Yes. You know, this young spuck yeah. can just... <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> but the older guys... Yeah. It's fifty minute job, isn't it? It really is. They gotta dig down, they gotta raise the knees up. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta <laughs> relax the anus. Anyway. I didn't think anyway. this was going there, but <laughs> thank goodness the door is right there for your knees. <laughs> for your knees. It's always the knees. The Mile High Club used to mean a very different... Nah, it's all about raising the knees up and letting the anus relax. Are you in the Mile High Club? (laughs) Yes, I had a poo. (laughs) I did it. Honestly, if you shit in the air, you are fucking golden. Like, that is is a feat. to be that yeah. right? I don't want to You're say in I'm... the air. Yes. You should be dead. No. And yet you can have a shit? And it's like, what? We can't fly. I know. Have a shit. You're a maverick if you can. It's true. Yeah. I don't want to say I've Sorry. punched the air after it, but it is a feat. Like fucking in the and air. And no one talks about it. And that's why air. we do this. <laughs> that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Katie, continue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, it's all good. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm possessed. Did the experience of nearly killing everyone, did that put him off being a pilot, pretending to be a pilot? No. Nearly killing no, everyone? No, of course not. He does what he wants. Uh, but he did have to lay low on the pilot front for a bit for different reasons, not his own morality. There were people after him. There were people looking for him. Oh, and thanks. they were. Tom Hanks was looking for him in the film. Oh, he's the one that you like. Yeah. Yeah, everyone loves Tom. Yeah. Oh, he's so great. So, the net's closing in a bit. They're starting to check IDs. I think they know that there's someone pretending to be a pilot running amok. He's got a little bit of a paper trail. There's all these bills. Like... <laughs> because the pilot's doing a shit. Like, how... <laughs> Badly is this prick flying? Like, can we just picture that he for a second? What, what he, <laughs> the thing that I this is like a hairpin turn. The bit that I we're dro- in New Jersey. All right, all no. right, all right. The bit that I didn't read out because I thought we were running out of time was that he took the controls and then he put the autopilot on because he was. He says I was very much aware that I had been handed custody of 140 lives, my own included, because I couldn't fly a kite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So it's not like he was reckless, you know, he was responsible putting the autopilot on. Um, autopilot on. So he was nearly arrested, disembarking a flight from New Orleans um, and afraid of possible capture. He flees the scene. Question, what does he do instead of pretending to be an airline pilot? Does he go back to tyres? 
<laughs> he just said, do you know what? I'll just buy a few tyres, a few batteries. That's all right for me. He's I was way past tyres. Oh. <laughs> he becomes a doctor. Great guess. And you are correct. Yeah! Because you remember the film. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he decided it would be easier to impersonate a doctor. Oh, to be 17 again. <laughs> and then he shacks up with some nurse with braces. <laughs> yeah, like it, when I was, oh, is that yeah. true? Is that uh, true? When, when I was 17, I impersonated an 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was as far as I went. Like, this is, I still like him. Wow, you I'd go to him for a smear test. <laughs> if it was DiCaprio, I think. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so he relocates to Georgia, and when filling out a rental application, he was afraid to write pilot on the form in case they checked with Pan Am and he was found out. So he just impulsively wrote doctor. <laughs> because As, he, he's such a lad. Not? Uh, I love men. They can just be, I think I'll be a doctor today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and no <laughs> one questioned me. Yeah. Um, and then he befriended a real doctor that lived in the same apartment complex. And then he agreed to act as supervisor of the resident interns as a favour to that guy until the local hospital could find someone else to take the job. Wow. Like, I, he is so charming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I can't work out if he yeah. is so charming he or just be. everyone else's dicks. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's got to be a bit of both, I guess. Yeah. It makes um, me want to go back to that era yeah. and just pretend to be fucking anything. Like, yeah. it's so easy. Except everyone would go, oh no, women can't be doctors. It's the <laughs> yeah. 90s. And then you'd be put in an asylum and like branded as mad. Um, and then they so take I change my gender and go back in time. I mean, they're probably <laughs> oh, well, both. Then, if you yeah. were a man, you could go back in time and okay. do whatever you want. My next question is: Was Frank good at being a fake doctor? Yes. Mm. Go with a yes. Ooh. I don't think there's autopilot, is there? No. If you're a doctor, no. No. autopilot. I don't sure. think he was good at it. You don't think he was good at it? I think maybe he used his charm to tr to. To delegate to the students. Very good. And I don't think he actually ever did any operations. No. Well. I bet he referred out a lot. Like, you need a specialist. Yes. Yeah. I is, just have a cold. Well, basically, <laughs> yes, you, because, you are Because from the movie, <laughs> yeah. he, so he had the line, but that could have been written and not true. Well, it's a similar thing. Right. It's a different patient than the movie. Where he starts to get, basically, like? it's more What's tragic in real life, but it's not, I don't actually know exactly what happened, but he... I took a taxi from Chippenhoes. <laughs> Is it, do you conclude? Do you concur? Do you concur? Do you concur? Like, that was in the film. Yeah. Well, so it has to be true? He, no, he, basically, that was his, that was his strategy, for sure, and he got away with that. So he, he went quite well to start with. Um, and he was in charge of these interns, so he was just letting them do all the guesswork and all the work. And then he was that teacher just going, anyone want to answer Sean's question? Like, he was doing that. <laughs> um, so, but then... <laughs> For the purpose of the tape, uh, Kerry has just filled a glass of wine to the brim <laughs> with possibly 12 to 13 minutes left to go of the show I'm not quite sure and um, yeah we're I'm very proud of it literal like we just gotta keep on going right girl you, you gotta do it mum's um, got a drink when mum's got a drink <laughs> so disaster so a patient comes in which basically um, shows that he doesn't know what he's talking about 
um, an infant became critically unwell from oxygen deprivation. Oh, drop mine. And he didn't initially understand the meaning or gravity of the situation when a nurse informed him of a blue baby. Oh, oh um, fuck And sake. he left the hospital shortly after he realised he could put lives at risk by his inability to respond to life and death situations. I could have told him he was yeah. risking lives. Yeah. He's supposed to be clever. When is Trump gonna come to the same fucking? <laughs> we are the blue babies! Yeah, that is so true. Oh my god. Taylor is American. Yeah. <laughs> I know you thought I was from Quebec. <laughs> But like, yeah, I just this is this is one of the reasons that I don't like him because I feel like you don't get points for that. Like, <laughs> you just—I'm not the only one that's a spiller. <laughs> so we like, should have a waiter. We're all, this is, <laughs> that would be good. This is a safe space upscale. for spillers. Upscale. Um, when they put all the alcohol out, we're like, oh my god, we're not even going to get through like a quarter of that. Oh, we will. There's one bottle left. <laughs> I just, because he's like, he's like nearly kills or brain damages a baby. And then he's like, oh, I'm a really good guy. I'll stop endangering babies. Like, I think this is why incels think they're this nice guys. This was his <laughs> ghost. Like, his, ghost. his scrunchy ghost. Yes, this is that's how far a, ma- a white like, man has to go. To be like, wait, this is wrong. Put the scrunchy down. I can't fit the baby in the bag. <laughs> baby, this is wrong. Okay, question. What next for little Frank Jr.? Does he like impersonate a teacher and he's just inspiring and and it's he just really nice? He doesn't impersonate a teacher. He I can't feel like in the in the film. It is. I love, I love a heckle in these gigs. When it's someone goes lawyer and people are like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. We do the get FBI good heckles. get him and then they, they want to use his intel Ugh. on how. That does happen at the end. But, but so before, before then, the lady in the audience is correct. He, he is a lawyer. He's a lawyer? Yeah. Yes, he passes the bar, doesn't he, to marry the girl with the braces. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Amy... Amy Schumer. No, no. It's, it's Amy. Um, Maca- oh no! no. The fuck is it? Mm, I know who it is. Yeah. We got a taxi from Chippenham. <laughs> All right. Anyway, also that doesn't happen. Right. He decides to be a lawyer. A lawyer. It's he the next logical the step. Yeah. Come on, we've all been nineteen. Right. He uh, was nineteen when he passed the bar. Yeah. Um, he is a support. Did they not have law school? Like, here's the bar. <laughs> Give it your best well, shot. Well, that I, is my... I won't even... You, I think he is actually a genius. Like, to be able to... like. Uh, well, so basically, he's got, he's got some fake stuff. Because at one point, he pretended to be from Harvard. So he goes back to Louisiana at this point. Um, and he, well, said, and he hooks, he hooks up like with this prick. chick he knew, but not that person. And he goes like, hey, remember when I was at Harvard Law School, blah, blah, blah. And she introduces him to a lawyer friend. Um, and then they, he was told by this lawyer friend that they need more lawyers. And he's offered a chance to uh, apply. So he's already got some forged stuff, but he does have to pass the bar exam, which is that compulsory exam. And he yeah. has to pass it in Louisiana. Um, now, Louisiana has this thing where you can take the exam as many times as you want. Ah, <laughs> so they admitted that in the film. So you probably did this test like 33 times. Well, Wait, are you a Mardi Gras lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> nah. So he claims that he crammed with revision 
and he um, failed twice and then passed legitimately the third time. Well, it's like me with the real truth. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the, the big truth. thing. And he's maintained that the whole time that he actually yeah. did it. Because yeah. he said that he could just eliminate what he got wrong on right. the other two times. Yeah. So that is possible. Uh, so That's he, what I did with my driving test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. So he gets the job as a Louisiana State Attorney General's office at the age of 19. And... Um, and also, his his biography is supposedly wildly exaggerated because it was he had a ghostwriter help him, and it was written years ago too. And <laughs> he met with this guy four times, and then like this, they were like, "This will be a better story. This will be a better story." So loads of it, he's actually said some of it's exaggerated since then. Oh, really? But yes. So did he not fly planes? No, he did. <laughs> well, this is it. All the stuff that everyone's a bit shitty about now. Bill, he's like, oh, that, that one. You don't time. like that one. That was exaggerated. He's got his exam. He's got this job. What goes wrong? What could possibly go wrong at this? Um... The FBI come on. Not boy. yet. Not yet. Something Where's goes wrong Tom? at the job. Yeah. A real Harvard graduate also works there. Ah, and, and he hey, said, "Are hey, we good you at, were at Harvard with me?" Well, exactly. So this like guy's trying to make small talk and compare Harvard notes. Do you think Frank's good at answering those? He questions? didn't have a turtleneck no. on, and he was no. like, "You didn't go to Harvard." Yeah, basically, this undergraduate um, other person Out gets really suspicious. Um, and doesn't believe you know that why? he went to... Because there's this cultural thing in the U.S. Right. Still, like, no matter how old you get, everybody's like, what college did you go to? <laughs> you can be, like, 50 years old. Really? Like, what Does college still... did you go to? Seriously, I like... go back and it's insane. It's stupid. That's so... <laughs> <laughs> you went to a smart one. I bet you? you went to a good one. No big deal. A couple of Ivy Oh, oh they, they, so listen. they listen. They so know. Great. Yeah, and look at... Look at how well I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I'm dressed up as a possessed eight-year-old on a stage <laughs> in, no offense at all, Corsham, <laughs> West Wiltshire. Love your ham. Keep going. Yeah. I, I okay. think you're a murdered the wife. co-worker disbelieved the credentials and contacted Harvard about Frank's academic history. Finding none, he convinced the boss to launch a background check on Frank. Um, however, Frank resigned before it came into progress. Question, how long did he spend as a fake attorney? Three years. Any no. events? 350 <laughs> days! <laughs> I, I think he, he wangled it a year, maybe. Which oh. is 350 <laughs> days! Terry is the closest. It is eight months. Eight months. But okay. the net is closing. As we know, he gets arrested in France um, mm. in 1969 when he gets recognised by an ex. Um, so, huh. question. You now, prick. everybody wants to extradite him. Stop skiing. Is he extradited? Yes. Yes, he is. And this is a bit grim now. Some of this is a bit grim. So after a two-day trial, he served his first um, time in per Perpignan's prison. I'm not pronouncing that right. Uh, one year sentence got reduced to six months. And at this pr prison, he was held nude <gasps> in a tiny, filthy, lightless cell that was never... He was never allowed to leave. And the oh, cell... Oh, fuck him. I have no <laughs> It lacked a mattress, plumbing and electricity and food and water were strictly limited. Do we see Leo DiCaprio in the film? No, this is not 
No, he, he's having a lovely cappuccino with Tom Hanks in oh, that, in that I moment. Might have there is it, a bit where he's moment. really beardy. They kind of they push a few things together because then after that he was extradited to Sweden, where he was treated more humanely under Swedish law. Uh, during trial for forgery, his defense attorney <laughs> almost just what? pictured him in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so sorry. You have to go to court now. Um, so release then, your toxins before you go to court. He served six months in a, in a Malmo prison, and then at the end of that, he was supposed to be tried in Italy next, but a Swedish judge asked the US State Department official to revoke his passport, and without a valid passport, the Swedish authorities were legally compelled to deport him to the United States, where he was sentenced to 12 years in a federal prison uh, for multiple counts of forgery. <laughs> But before he got back to the USA with Tom Hanks, um, oh, thank God, Tom do sir. you think he tried to or indeed succeeded in escaping at any point? Of course. Yeah, he did. You are correct. I love the idea that you tried to hijack a plane and was like, fuck, I can't drive it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I called it driving a plane yeah, for a start. Yeah. Um, he did shit loads of escaping, but we don't have time to go yeah, into it now. Uh, it was really exciting. And then... It's almost like when you're drunk, time doesn't matter. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does he serve the full 12 years? No. 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 clever. In 1974, after he served less than five years, um, they, they get him to release on the condition that they, he'll help the federal authorities without pay to investigate crimes committed by fraud. Of course. Um, blah, blah, blah. And then after that release, well, he does like a few jobs, but he keeps like, he does stuff like being a cook or a grocer or a movie projectionist. But he keeps, <laughs> No, he doesn't. He does. No. Like for his parole and stuff. But he Probably keeps getting sacked. Why do you think he keeps getting sacked? Because he can't stop robbing people. <laughs> it's a good guess. It's because he doesn't disclose his um, criminal past. Ah. And so then he comes up with it. He doesn't want to live that way. So he comes up with the, the jobs that will keep him. He doesn't like. So that's when he comes up with the idea to he um, creates an app. go. He goes to the banks <laughs> <laughs> and he says that he will speak to the bank staff and show them how the tricks that he used and how to people defraud banks and he'll help them. So like what the film paints isn't quite what happened, but it is roughly what happened. Yeah. Then he began a legitimate life as a security consultant and made loads of money. He had the uniform. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey guys, I knew this would come in handy. I'm glad I kept it. Is and he that, is he alive? He's alive. And in nineteen in in two in two thousand and eight. He's alive now? He's alive now. Yay! And he has his own podcast. Of course no! he, of course he <laughs> fucking does. On how to prevent crime, of course. Yeah. In 2018, he began co-hosting the AARP podcast. vegan as well. The perfect Fucking scam hell. about scammers and how they operate. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's happily been happily married for ages. He's got three adult sons. He's living his best life. Well done, right. you. So shit. we have just enough time for an audience crime, and somebody emailed oh, us called yeah. Kerry. Kelly. 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 I knew it was Kelly. Kelly. Can I'm you like, can you come Kelly, up? Kelly, come on up. Way. Kelly. Kelly. The floor is yours. What happened? I'm not an umbrella fan, uh, and I got many recommendations about investing in a high class umbrella. So uh, I, I took your plunge. jacket. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I took the We don't want to get that wet. <laughs> exactly. Female. Um, you told her to be quick and now you're interrupting Oh, sorry, her. Sorry, 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 sorry. You've got 40 seconds. a really nice jacket. <laughs> so I invested in a really expensive umbrella uh, and on its first outing, uh, on a very rainy day, um, I was walking along the road with it and I was feeling delightfully happy. <laughs> um, it had 
a forest on the inside and you could oh. look up and it was like blue. Wow, and it was you beautiful. This is awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, um, that ended. <laughs> as what the fuck? I know. How? <laughs> well, I think a child <gasps> stole it from my hand. Oh, wow. <laughs> I stood by the side of a bus stop. Wow. Um, Mother of all. How does... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I wasn't sure what was happening. The umbrella was going in the opposite direction to ah, what it was I, meant to be going. Oh. And then it just disappeared. Oh the direction means still. I would have run and I would never have stopped until I got my brother back. Well, I did try to run, um, but it was tipping it down. I wasn't in appropriate oh, footwear. No. That beautiful jacket. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking country. <laughs> oh, no. So I kind of said goodbye to my umbrella at that point. Yeah. Um, and walked to work. And I arrived very soggy. Oh, oh no! And said, "Did you ever catch the person?" Um, well, I had to go back for a stakeout to identify, <laughs> yeah. to identify the school uniforms. Um, yeah. To which then I um, sent an email. Ooh, <laughs> wow! To the school. Business. To the school. Um, yeah. Nice. Take that, kid. Strongly yeah. worded. Email. Nice. Nice. They, they raise it in assembly. Oh my god! Oh, wow. And that, like that is huge. That is so That's, big. That is fucking epic. Also, it get your voice heard. It should be easy to spot get your this voice giant heard. That's harvest. Festival shit. Yes. 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 Was there like a kid in assembly with a huge umbrella? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is he going to talk about that? potatoes? <laughs> This well, whole show is about people that never learn their limits. Like, Carrie, you learned your limit. Did I? You, well, <laughs> at that moment, that dude, oh, Frank, scrunchies. never did. And whoever stole your umbrella. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the schools has never responded, but the other oh. school said, I'm very sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we can't bring back your umbrella, but we can give you this. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you so much well, for sharing you. your time with us. Right. Um, we have just enough time to talk to Kerry. What are you up to? <laughs> Tell what, us. What, what, what do you want to know, you what saucy bitch? <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> I want to know all the sauce. What's coming up? <laughs> I've got a little show coming out in on, on the telly box. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did a thing with Dawn French and she's really good. Oh. And it's Yay. on ITV and it's, it's her vehicle and she's fucking amazing in it. And awesome. I'm I'm like one of the, it's a huge ensemble. Vicky Pepperdine's in oh it. Oh my oh. God. Like, like amazing talent. Wow. Is in it. And me. Including yeah. you. Including you. That's out in March. Awesome. And that's the one thing I can talk about because I'm doing other things, guys. <laughs> that I can't talk about. That is also a thing I say when I and have fuck all on. No, no. No, it's to do with something in the air. A channel that's in the air. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I'm doing little bits and bobs. It's great. Yay, love it. Well, thank you so thank much you for, for having me. Yeah. Thank you thank for coming. You. Gosh, oh, yeah. so lovely. We thank solved you. everything. We solved it. Thank you very much. Good night.
Time is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! 